This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, here we go! Here comes Pop! I want you to listen to me. I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. The GPS! I always wanted those guys that thought that they were the very best there was, and they were willing to go out and prove it every night. several generations. He's in that conversation with the top promo guys of all time. I'm not on Conan O'Brien. I'm not on Jimmy Fallon. But the fact of the matter is I should be. And trust me, this isn't sour grapes. But the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. CM Punk is leaving through this hometown crowd with a WWE championship. I think he just kissed the WWE goodbye. We are back live in the United Center of Chicago, Illinois, where CM Punk has arrived in all at one point, it was like he was running for office. This could have been a campaign speech. I don't know who the mayor of Chicago is currently, but they might have competition. I feel you, Chicago. I'm back. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on The Score. Thrilled to be joined. Grew up in Homer Glen, went to Lockport. He's going to be back with AEW tomorrow at the Now Arena in Hoffman Estates. He joins us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. CM Punk on the score. Punk, how's it going, man? Thanks for the time. Good Lord, that, that, <laughs> that audio package that I heard before I came on here was like my greatest hits. I can't wait to... Uh, I can't wait to deliver some more. That's our guy. That's Chris Tannehill, who who is a wrestling fan and an audio whiz. And let us personally thank you for keeping Living Colors' cult of personality alive and at the forefront the way you have. That rocks. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm an old sap in that way. That was my uh, my little league's uh, 
theme song in 1989. So I, I just I got to keep it real. Used it in Ring of Honor. Had Vince pay for it in WWE, and uh, now we're we're rocking and rolling in AEW. Good job, just spending Vince's money. I like that. That's good. Make make it make a yeah, pay. Somebody had to. Yeah, make a pay for <laughs> those rights. Yeah, he's got plenty. How, how special is it for you as a Chicago guy to like get that reception that you got at the United Center, and then be coming back with AEW tomorrow? It's beyond uh, words. I wouldn't be able to <clears throat> describe it, uh, no matter how many times I try. I think a lot of it is because I still haven't been able to fully process it. Um, and I don't think I want to be able to fully process it because I think if you really sat back as an individual and processed that, I would become a raging egomaniac. <laughs> there's just, there's just too much going on, uh, too much love. Uh, just, it, it was legitimately as cheesy as it sounds. Greatest night of my career, electric, all those things. Uh, and I really took the time in the moment to soak it up and enjoy it. And I think that came through on television and I thought it was a hell of a moment. Yeah. It's, you know, this city has a way of sticking with people, even if you leave. Um, we've talked to basketball players about like the Chicago basketball culture and what the city means to them. We've asked comedians about it. You know, I'm born and raised here. And then when I got this job back here at the score after doing radio in other places, like it just means something different. What does Chicago in your hometown mean to you? Uh, you know, it's, it's everything. It's a representation of, you know, who I am, where I come from. I always wanted to <clears throat> live here. It broke my heart when I had to leave. Um, I celebrated like crazy when I got to come back, you know, and it's just such a great place, mostly because of the, the type of people that inhabit it. But I, I was always repping Chicago wherever I went so much that certain people see the Chicago flag now and they're like, Oh, it's the CM Punk symbol, which, you know, to me is, is tremendous. You know, it's, 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 it's actually inaccurate, um, but I, I love the city so much. It's great to be tied to it in, in such a loving way. So I, I'm surprised by the way that uh, I guess I shouldn't say surprised, but good for you for not being a raging egomaniac just to, you know, it seems like a baseline to, as a wrestler. I'd think you have to kind of, just sort of be one uh, from from time to time, but right, like you have to have crazy confidence to go out there and pull off everything that you have. You, you have that compartmentalized in the right way at your best. I, I think sometimes, yeah, for sure, it, it shows. Uh, I, I think when you know the red lights on and you're in front of fifteen thousand screaming people, it's you know that that's what they like to see. They love the brash egomaniac CM Punk. But also, you know, I'm, I'm an honest, real dude. And I think that's why I've connected with people so much is because, you know, last Friday when I debuted and I came out, tears in my eyes, members of the audience crying, I, I jumped into the crowd. Like, it, it's just like a real connection. Um, I'm fortunate to have it. And it comes through on the screen. Now, you know, like, I, I understand, like, a lot of people like pro wrestlers that are, are big and tough and scream and and yell and stuff like that. And I'm more like the, the kind of the dude that's just going to come out there and never going to lie to the people, always going to be honest. Um, but yeah, there's, 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 I, I would like to stay grounded and humble. And I think Chicago helps me do that, but they're, they're for sure. You can't go through an experience like that without thinking a little bit that, man, I'm, 
I'm the man, you know. <laughs> Lockport High School's CM Punk. I think it's, be- it's between wow. y- between you and Mike Zimmer, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. And I think he's got that. How about, how about Ron Coomer? Our, our guy, what? Ron Coomer. Yes. Uh, for most famous Lockport alum, it's probably punk. I think you got it, man. So uh, I honestly didn't know there was anybody else who ever graduated <laughs> from Lockport high school. There you go. You're the only one. Yeah. You're actually the only person that's ever graduated. From. What, um, what, <laughs> what kind of wrestler were you in the lunatic wrestling federation, the backyard wrestling federation of your early life uh, in the early aughts? Oh, what, somebody's, yeah. somebody's reading Wikipedia. <laughs> it might be true. Um, it might be true. Busted. So I was, I was CM Punk. <laughs> the honest, honest truth. I was I was 15 years old, and I was CM Punk. Um, it, it's kind of wild that that name has been with me. Uh, I mean, more than half of the time I've been on Earth. But you know, I, I just think it speaks to you know when I was I was doing that, I was trying to think of a cool name, and everybody was like, "Well, everybody calls you Punk anyway, so you might as well just go ahead and be that." And you know, as they say, the rest is history. You know, you say you're a real dude and just honest and that that kind of is what distinguished you. Do you feel like that that in your wrestling career almost made it like, and WWE didn't know what to do with you because you are actually authentic. Like, I feel like maybe there was, there would be a difficulty in marketing. It shouldn't be that way, right? You're, you're the genuine article, but do you feel like sometimes it was tougher for people to figure out what the hell to do with you, given that you're just a normal person in a somewhat abnormal world? Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I also think because I do say what I feel and speak my mind, not, not to a point of like being abrasive, but if somebody asks me my opinion about something, I will give it. And I, I think that made a lot of people behind the scenes early on in my career at WWE, just absolutely befuddled because I would just be like, well, you asked, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. And then they would be like, no, 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 you don't, don't, don't say that out loud to anybody else. I'd be like, well, you asked, you know? So yeah, I throw people for a loop here and there. What was one that got you in a lot of trouble where you were like, I was just, you know, ask a question, get an answer. Um, I think, oh boy, uh, famously, uh, my second, pay-per-view I think was in December of 2006 and it was the ECW pay-per-view that was uh, atrocious and I was in the main event and I think uh, Vince took me into his office and he was like I I heard you 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 disagree with the finish of the match and I was like yeah uh, here's what I think we should do and he said uh, well I've been doing this a lot longer than you. So you're going to have to trust me on this one. I said, well, I mean, you're the boss. It's not like I'm not going to go out and do what you tell me what you want. I, I just think there's a better way to do this that can make everybody shine and get over. And I, I don't, I don't know if he was mad. Uh, you know, I, I there, there's a few other people that were like, I just don't think he was used to being spoken to like that by somebody, especially not somebody who'd only been on TV for like a few months. Uh, but that kind of laid the groundwork for my relationship with him. You know, like I was always gonna, I was always gonna tell him the truth. I was always gonna be honest. 
Well, and, and when you would talk to the crowd and talk about the marketing, how they didn't know what to do or like, you know, push against it, that it always seemed pretty real to like the hardcore wrestling fans that we've talked to. It's like, I guess, the, I guess the drama of it is better if it's based in reality, right? So is the line fairly yeah. blurry? I mean, 100%. You know, there's an old, old school wrestling. Um, how do I say it's a, uh, I mean, it's a good, it's a good staple. Like if you're talking to the audience, like don't lie to them, um, you know, tell the truth. And then three, four steps down the line, you can go ahead and say something that is within storyline. That is, you know, a quote unquote work. And then that'll make them go, Oh, well, Hey, wait, wait a second. He said a, B and C, and that's the truth. And then he said that. So, I mean, he's, he's, he must be telling the truth, you know, like there's, there's a way to, you know, be a magician about it and, and instead of just straight up lying to the people, you know, like the, the fans are a lot smarter than some companies give them credit for. See, that's fascinating. I think you just unlocked something for people like who might not get the allure of wrestling is that there's so much, there's enough realness in there that, you know, people can go along with you when you take it that extra step, as long as it fits within the storyline. So is, is that why that's why people end up feeling invested because especially when you're, as close to the genuine article as, as you, a guy like you is, you are, you know, maybe there's more people that are closer to their character than we even realize. Well, I, th I, I think there's a lot of old school guys that, you know, were the real deal. And then the more the people believed in them, the more things they said and things they did weren't see-through, you could punch hole, punch holes in them. Then you can get a little bit more goofy pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but coming out of the gate, and being like, hey, I'm a garbage man. When you're not a garbage man, the people are going to see right through that. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you, you know, it, it, you can't, you can't lie to the people, at least not right away. CM Punk with us on the score AEW tomorrow, now arena uh, in Hoffman Estates. So, okay. So if, if like athletes want to be rock stars, rock stars want to be athletes. You're an athlete and a wrestler and a celebrity who's also a Chicago sports fan. Like you're a Hawks fan, Cubs fan. Like, did you have cool up close and personal interactions with like those Hawks Stanley cup teams or the Cubs world series team because of your status and like they're recognizing you and vice versa. Yes. Um, that is possibly one of the cool things of, you know, being who I am and being recognizable and stuff like that. I've always repped both of those teams so, you know, they, they, they get good again. And all of a sudden it's just like, well, Hey, like, you know, you, you want to come to this game. You want to come to the bar with us. We got the cup. Um, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of uh, great moments with uh, a lot of those guys. Uh, all right. How many times have you drank heart. out of the cup? How many times? I've never drank out of the cup. I don't drink. So oh, the cup, right. the cup would be constantly filled with alcohol. So I would, I would, I would pass. <laughs> yeah, no, that's but. an idiotic question by me. <laughs> to the straight edge, the famously yeah, straight yeah, to edge. To the guy I was punk. reading about for like an hour today about how he doesn't drink. <laughs> yeah, idiotic well, question will, by me. Have you dealt with any other fluids inside <laughs> the cup? Have you, had, have you had water out of the out of the Stanley <laughs> Cup, perhaps? I, I, a lot of the cup stories are going to come with uh, uh, no comment. Um, uh, attached to it because you know uh, a lot of what happens when you're out with the cups kind of got to stay out there you know oh it's like vegas what ha what happens with yeah. the cup stays with the cup mm. all right well so what what 100%. is the, what is the best story where you had this like pinch me moment like i can't believe i'm in the presence of fill in the blank or i can't believe i'm doing fill in the blank with people that you would be fanboying out and just watching them on tv 
Uh, Well, I mean, just witnessing the Cubs in Cleveland win the World Series, I think, obviously takes the the cake just simply because of the championship drought that they had and, you know, the curse of the Billy Goat, the the Ron Santo Black Cat, like all all of the folklore and everything that went around the Cubs, you know, being the perennial lovable losers and watching that be shattered, uh, you know, on a November night in Cleveland, um, I, I don't think anything can possibly top that like up close and personal like just to witness it 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 was it was history i I don't think there's anything like it left in sports frankly like that was that was the great white whale for all of sports you know what it was st louis blues winning a stanley cup no, uh, we don't like to. No, we don't like to talk about that. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> let's let's not let's not let's not discuss small market teams. Let's keep it to the big <laughs> leagues. Okay? That's excellent. All right, so we're obsessed with Justin Fields around here. What's more important? Okay. What's more important in team sports: the quarterback to a football team or the goalie for a hockey team? Who's more oh, important? God, right? Oh. I think inside football and hockey culture, I think they're pretty equally important, but I'm a hockey guy. Like I, you got to go, you got to go with the goalie, you know, like your goalie is like, he's like one above the captain, right? Like you can make a goalie a captain, but he's, I mean, he's the dude that gets, blasted with slap shots and, and pucks and all that stuff. And, you know, a lot of the times the team will live or die by that goalie. You know, if they lose, it's because of the goalie. If they won, oh, wow, that goalie was spectacular. But, you know, um, I, I, I think a lot of football teams also kind of rely on their quarterback in that way, but not as much as uh, the goalie gets leaned down in hockey. Is that what you'd want to be if you could be anything else in, in, in sports? Oh, I, I tried to be a little Patrick Waugh when I was a kid, but um, I just, I, you know, hockey equipment is, is expensive. And remember, I went to Lockport High School, so that should tell you about the, <laughs> the, 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 the economic uh, situation I was in at that point in my life. The, yeah, the only graduate of of, of Lockport High, of, of Lockport High School, one man alumni, are, which are you- which which did not have a hockey team. Yes, correct. <laughs> Are, are you more comfortable with uh, the current state of the Blackhawks or the current state of the Cubs? Because they're both in an interesting spot right now. Oh, God, I'm not comfortable with the current state of the Cubs at all. Like, that's uh, – I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, I think the Blackhawks had a very successful offseason. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm still taking a wait-and-see approach with Flurry because there was a little bit of drama about him possibly retiring before he put on the, the Indian head sweater. So I'm, I'm going to be optimistic and wait and see. I'm, I'm glad they just re-signed Murphy to an extension. Um, sad to see Duncan Keith go, uh, but I think he is going to flourish um, with, uh, with oil. And But as far as the, the Hawks go... Yeah, you know, I, I want to see Taves come back, and you know, I, I want to see these guys go on a run. CM Punk with us for just another minute or two. AEW tomorrow, now Arena uh, in Hoffman. What was it that made you come back? Like, what what lit that fuse again to be like? You know what? I got I got more left to give here. There's a lot of things that made me come back. You know, obviously, I'm a hundred percent physically and 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 mentally healthy now. Uh, I, I had to take myself out of a bad situation and and you know, kind of grow and heal 
from all, all the things that had happened to me. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of sports things that kind of lit a fire under my ass, sitting on my couch, watching last dance, you know, Jordan and the bulls and watching Mike Tyson do an exhibition fight. Uh, HBO did a tremendous documentary on Tina Turner that I watched and I was just, you know, they had, they all had one thing in common, these tremendous comebacks, you know, and for seven years, the wrestling fans have stayed with me and they've clamored and they've chanted my name and they've screamed for me. So, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago is really when AEW first started. So to watch them flourish and grow in that short amount of time, get a huge television deal with TNT, which used to be the home of, you know, uh, Jim Crockett promotions, you know, NWA, WCW stuff. Uh, a perfect storm and everything in, in, you know, kind of starts with an idea, right? And that idea gets planted like a seed and that seed grows and here we are and we're still growing and we're going to make sure that it doesn't stop until it's a mighty Oak tree. I'm happy to be back and I'm, I'm super happy as with AEW. It's really cool that those are the things that kind of got in your head. Jordan aged um, into an owner and has become a pretty thoughtful public speaker at this point in his life, which is interesting. Tyson aged into a very interesting, self-aware guy. Tina Turner kept going and kept performing mm-hmm. into her, you know, into her sixties and seventies. How does one age gracefully as a wrestler? And and what do you age into uh, when wrestling is done? Man, I, I don't think you age gracefully. In wrestling, I, I think, you know, I, I think it's, it's high impact and it, 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 it's, to me, it's art. You know what I mean? I am forever a Bret Hart fan. And I look at what a guy like Bret always did and it was always art. And there's a lot that goes into it, right? Um, I'm not so much worried about what other people think of my art. It's just my art. And I'm here to use it as an expression of myself. Uh, and it's, it's good to be painting with these colors again. You know, I've done, I've been fortunate. I've done a lot of cool things in my life, you know, fought in the UFC, uh, written for Marvel comics, uh, done TV movies, all projects that, uh, were special to me. Um, but this, you know, this feels like home. So it's, it's good to be home. Well, people can see you at the Now Arena in uh, Hoffman Estates tomorrow with AEW. Uh, we really enjoyed this, and our audience absolutely loved it, and they were thrilled uh, when we told them that you were coming on. So hopefully we can do it again. Thank you very much for the time, and good luck tomorrow. Well, I appreciate you, man. Uh, thanks for having me on here. You got it. We'll check out Heels, too. Good luck with Heels. Oh, please. Please do. Thank you very much. You got it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.